Welcome to Hot Mom Habits, the ultimate podcast for moms who want to prioritize their health and wellness while doing all the things. I'm your host, Natalie Schwartz, certified health coach, postpartum fitness instructor, and mom of three. I'm here to help you establish healthy habits and maintain a balanced lifestyle, so let's get into it. Hello and welcome back to Hot Mom Habits. I'm so excited. I am interviewing today Haley Duncan. She is a mom. She is an entrepreneur. She is the wife to the mayor of San Clemente, California, and she is the founder of the 90 Day Journal. This thing is so incredible. I have been using it. We talk all things entrepreneurship, how to build a business, stay home, momming full time. How do you juggle that? We really get into everything and she helps us like literally helps us tangible tips. You can take away in this episode, how to cultivate habits, habits around your days, your flows, your to-do list, how to get everything done and just be super accomplished. So I'm so excited. Let's get into the episode. Here we go. Haley, welcome to the podcast. I'm so excited to have you here. Hello. So good to be here. We made it happen. Yes, we did. I know after mom life and thank God we know each other in real life and you are so kind and patient with me. Always. We know. Um, but you are, I'm excited for this episode because I feel like I need all of your tips. Like I literally have a pen in my hand. I'm like, okay, I'm going to be taking notes along with everybody listening because you are an entrepreneur. You're a beauty queen. You are a mom. You are the wife to the mayor. You are a founder, a business owner. Like literally when I met you, you were just getting started in one of your first business ventures and you've like blossomed literally into like this superhuman, which has been so fun and amazing to watch. And so, um, like empowering, but you need to tell us like, how do you do all the things? But I'd love to start first with like, give us like your background, like a little bit of your story. Like, were you always this person, like all the things? Yes. Um, so thanks for having me. When you explained me, I was like, wow, that sounds exhausting. (laughs) So (laughs) for your listeners out there or for the moms, um, watch or listening to this, it is, it is something that I step out of my comfort zone. Like every single day, I'm an introvert. So I know we have our extrovert, Natalie. So if you're listening and you're like, oh my gosh, I could never do all of that. You can. And that is basically, I feel like a big reason why I show up and I did you know, the Mrs. California pageant and I grew to the top of my company is because I want to show what's possible. And I have a huge, huge love for moms and women specifically. And just really the burden we carry of trying to wear all the hats and trying to be, you know, a mom and a business owner and what we go through. Right. And we always put like this brave face on. And so that is really what drives me is uh, going first and knowing like if someone sees me and I've gotten this, I feel like even you were like, gosh, that girl's not that special. Like <laughs> she's not, I never said that. <laughs> no, like she's kind of just normal, right? Like she's not the best 
speaker. She's not the, you know, most social person. She doesn't have the biggest network. She doesn't have this big Instagram following. So that has always been my drive is like, I want to show people that I, if I can do it, they can do it too. And so when I think back on my journey, um, I, you know, as a young kid, I always, I was the, the kid that when people would ask, what do you want to do when you grow up? I would say, I want to be rich. <laughs> like that, <laughs> I was a teacher. I, it was like, what do you want to be when you grow up rich? Like that was my answer. And so I kind of had this like drive in me, um, to me growing up with not a lot of money, um, for some reason, having money was really something that, uh, I thought would, you know, be success. So Mm -hmm. a lot of things in the beginning of my life, like college and after college was driven by this money thing. And so I started out um, going to college, getting a master's degree and just always having this like big dream and big goal around achieving financial success. And um, slowly but surely life happens And I was like, okay, I'm not where I want to be financially. And I was kind of chasing that, you know, maybe this will bring me money, maybe this. And I was chasing the wrong things. And I um, got into right out of college, I got into real estate um, because I thought that would be this avenue for me. You know, I heard of people having a lot of success. And so that's kind of what drew me in. And then I met my husband and my husband is the opposite. He does not money to him. It, he's a public servant. In other words, like he thinks like money is definitely not something he ever um, thought he would have or wanted. He wanted to make a difference. He wanted to make an impact. So I'm like, okay, you need to make some money though. <laughs> like, <laughs> make some money. Yes. I love that you want to make an impact, but like, I like nice dinners. Like I'm not too over the top, but like, I like a nice vacation. I like a five-star hotel. Yes. And so we met, um, you know, when I was a little bit out of my master's during college and he really, we kind of met like in the middle and it really was about, you know, what are you passionate about? What is your purpose here? It's not making money because if you keep chasing money, it's never going to get you fulfillment, right? Yeah, for sure. We see people that have money that aren't fulfilled. We see people that have money. So I was really praying for something. I'm like, I want something where I can feel fulfilled. Like, I don't know what I'm good at. I don't know, you know, what um, I can, where I can feel, fill both cups, you know, where I feel successful um, in my way, but I'm also doing something that fulfills me and um, my purpose. And that's when I found my first network marketing business, when I was really praying for something. And so I started that first network marketing business and it really felt like everything I was looking for, that fulfillment, um, you know, you could have success, but you're making an impact, which is like, I love that, right? When you Mm -hmm. are doing something that you feel like is making a difference in people's lives. And so when I started that business, um, I had a two-year-old and a newborn, Mm -hmm. and that was really my first dive into entrepreneurship where you're basically your own boss. I walked away from my other um, career and I was my own boss and no one really tells you with the kids and being your own boss, um, you know, how to be successful. There's no, nothing in college, nothing in my MBA program. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yeah, no, I, I feel that. I mean, especially having small children, toddlers and babies and a seven-year-old and all of the things. And 
you're kind of like out here on this entrepreneurial journey on your own, sort of like, what do I do? And I think that that is like where that time management or habits or, yeah. or tricks come in. Cause it's like, before you know it, like you can get lost on your phone or you like start to make lunch and then you realize like somebody has to go potty and then you need to change the laundry, yes. you know, and it's so wild and it can feel so overwhelming. Um, I think for, for so many moms who are starting a business or who have a business and they're trying to be fully present as moms. So how did you sort of navigate that? Yeah. My first year starting my business, I had these like big goals, big dreams And I didn't have the tools in place to go after them. And I was, I was full, you know, all over the place, ADHD, like everything you said, I was like a squirrel. And Mm -hmm. I started looking at people that had had success. And I, one of the first books I picked up was um, Success Principles by Jack Canfield. And he talks a lot about this mindset piece and really like getting your mind right and saying affirmations and reading. And I knew like, you know, with being up all night or, you know, now the kid's sick, like all of these things that came into my life, like if I could have something consistent, like a baseline, then I would be okay. And so that is when I started learning about these success habits and um, realizing that if I could just fit these in throughout my day, then I can fall off track, but I know how to get back on track. Mm. And so I started with gratitude. So I had my gratitude journal. And that is one thing that we don't take care of ourselves as far as like we do everything for everybody else, but we don't sit important to ourselves. And that is, that is to me, the whole um, gratitude, I guess you could call it like, I don't know, just sitting in gratefulness and like appreciating yourself, your kids, your health, like all of those things um, that alone was changing my mindset. I was a better mom. I was a better wife. So having that practice really, really helped me. And then I started incorporating affirmations. So affirmations are more popular now, but when I started them 10 years ago, I didn't really, did you like think you were probably into affirmations like 10 years ago? Were you? Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I sort of got into like spiritual and like all that sort of stuff. I would say probably 10 years ago, cause it was right. Like literally months before I met my husband that I sort of like picked up a Gabby Bernstein book for the first time and started to like, you know, really want to shift things. So mm-hmm. I'm here for the woo woo. Like we're all here for that. So and, yes. And I, 10 years ago, I didn't, I was the person that didn't believe in Santa Claus as a kid. Cause I'm like, he doesn't fit into the chimney. He doesn't like, it doesn't <laughs> happen. Like I need science proof. So I need scientific evidence that talking to yourself in the mirror would make a difference. And so I started reading books on the science of law of attraction. And by the way, I mentioned a lot of books, but 10 years ago, my only book I read, which isn't even a book was people magazine. So <laughs> If you're listening to this and you're like, I don't read, I didn't read either. I wanted to be a reader, but I really wanted as, you know, as I had, like I said, I had these big goals and big dreams. And the only way you can achieve those things is by learning from those that have gone ahead of you. Right. Mm-hmm. So I turned in my people magazine for, for books <laughs> of people that inspired me that had had success. So I started with the affirmations. I read all about how affirmations rewire, reprogram. And we're telling ourselves stories all throughout the day. So might as well tell stories that serve us. And that's yes. where I was 
heck yes, I can get on for that. That makes sense to me. So I started writing my affirmations. Um, a big one is because I didn't have any, I had no confidence. I had a huge fear of public speaking. And so a big affirmation for me was I am calm, confident, and funny when and speaking in public. Like I still say that to this day. So if there's any kind of fear you have, if there's some sort of belief, like it's not true. Like it's not true that I'm not a good, good at public speaking. It's not true that you're not good at sales or you're not a person that works out or you're just, you know, or you're just not healthy or, you know, it's just not true. For sure. So like tell yourself stories that actually serve you. So that was a big part. And then just incorporating reading every day. So with kids, like I was like, if I can read 10 pages a day, then I could read a book a month. And so sticking to that track and maybe I miss a day, but then I know I can start back and read. So those are kind of the foundational habits that I started. And um, so I had it all over the board. I had my gratitude over here. I had my post-it notes with my affirmations over here. You know, I had the book I was reading over here and I realized like, I want something all in one. And that is when I created the 90 day habits journal. And which I have, and I love, yes. So, okay. I know you're about to tell us about that. So go ahead. Okay. So the 90 day habits journal is basically all the tools for success. And it comes back to my whole purpose. Like I, my purpose is, you know, I realized like, yeah, I want to make money, but that's not success. Success is fulfillment and fulfillment is by going first, but also like linking arms with other women and showing them like, this is how we can do this together. And so that is the 90 day habits journal. It's my passion of like being able to show someone like, and I believe in you and you can do this. And we've all been there when we felt like the world was ending or crumbling or something bad happened or hard or life. And this journal can get you back on track because it has everything that we know we need to be doing. Right. It's so who can benefit from it? Like, is it for women in business? Is it for anyone? Like who is it designed for? Um, the journal that just launched last July, it's really for women. So sorry guys, if you're listening, (laughs) probably (laughs) one and it might be my husband, but (laughs) and it's for women. It's for anyone who has a dream on their heart and anyone who has a vision for their life, anyone who wants to just feel more aligned, more balanced, um, anyone who's feeling stuck or feeling like they don't know what direction to go or I've a big one for me. I'm a big procrastinator and that left my days feeling very unintentional and very reactive, reactive, Mm -hmm. reactionary, and also very unproductive. So when you're unproductive day after day, like you start to feel bad about yourself and that makes you feel like you're, you're like snapping at your kids, right? Because you're like, I didn't do any, I didn't anything done today, you know? And so this has been like my saving grace for, um, the, the journal and it's all about, we fall off track, but it's all about coming back to these habits. So I'll just go through like a day on, on the, on the journal. Yeah. Um, tell us, tell us. I love, I love get, like anytime I listen to a podcast, I want to know a tangible thing. Like what can I do and apply today? And so yes. this is why I'm like, okay, I have to give tangible things. And so if you're listening to this and maybe anything resonated with you, or you just want to be more productive, or you want to start writing down your goals. I mean, success principles, that book that changed my life. He said, if you write down your goals, you're 80% more likely to achieve them. 
as a mom, like, when are you writing down your goals? And sometimes you think your goals, like, washing your hair. Like, I think that's my goal today. I just want to walk this week. Just like, wash shave, my hair. shave my legs. Yes. Go for a walk outside. Like, you know, the, these are your goals as a mom. But when you really take some time, like a few minutes and really think about, no, what dreams and goals were on my heart? Like for me, because when you can fulfill those, you are showing up as the best version of you, which everyone deserves. And as a mom, we always do things for others before ourselves. So I always say like, my kids deserve the best version of me. And that's a version that's doing personal growth. That's always learning. That's, you know, doing gratitude because they they're watching. And now my kids do gratitude. And now my kids have affirmation post-its on their mirror and they're watching us. So that's how I look at it. Cause if it's just up to me, I'm going to be lazy. Right. Yeah. Right. We do so much for everyone else, but if no, it's, it's like, it's so true. And I say the same thing for the moms in my um, community. It's like, get up and choose you, choose you before anybody else pour into you exercise, move your body, feed yourself really good food. Because when you are taken care of, you can show up the best mom, the best partner, the best, you know, coworker, like you are stepping into that higher version of you when you are caring for you. It's not selfish. And as moms, we yeah. do, we take care of everyone else. We fill everyone's cup. We're filling all the lunch boxes. We're doing all the things. And by 7 PM or 8 PM, it's like, you're depleted. So it's like, I want to I invite the moms who are listening to flip the script and to take care of you first, pour into you, whether it's a dream or a goal or an aspiration that you have or your health. So I love that this version of the journal is for anyone who wants to call in something to their life. I think that's so powerful and to have something that they can stay accountable to. Totally. And this always stuck with me. Our kids are going to do what we do, not what we say. So we can all, we can tell them, eat healthy, exercise, go after your dreams. But And they're going to be like, are you mom? Are you going after your dreams? Are you doing all these things? So it always sticks with me because whatever I'm doing is what they're watching and what they're going to emulate. And so this is the other thing, like as a mom, like I couldn't even think to like, what are habits that would be good for me, right? Like what are habits that I should start incorporating into my life? And so that's why this is so great. Um, this is the first, well, it's a daily page. And the first thing you're going to do is you're going to actually record your cycle in here. So there's a cycle tracking. Cycle syncing has been life-changing for me. Um, I learned about it a year ago and I'm like, wow, I've been, I've had a period for like 35 years or something. <laughs> and I'm just learning about cycle syncing, like syncing my life to my workouts, what I eat. And real, most importantly, um, I sync my cycle to my business planning mm. because that is really key because you can really get burned out if you are doing the wrong things at the wrong time of your month. I mean, cycle syncing could be a whole episode that we do, but <laughs> that's fine. We'll have to come back to it. And I'm like yes. dying because it's gotten so popular in the last yeah. year. I feel like like everyone's like, cycle syncing workout apps, cycle syncing yeah. smoothie. And I have not had one in so long because I was pregnant. Oh, yeah. Now I'm nursing. So I'm like, you I don't have care. no clue. I'm not syncing anything right now, but yeah. I, but I'm dying. It is, yes. everybody's into it. So yes, tell us. And what, 
well, yeah, one one of the things with cycle syncing is it gives us women like this validity and it also is super empowering because there's no like you know premenstrual you're like oh we only have a week a month where we feel good you know but premenstrual is actually you have hidden superpowers if you tap into them you can get really introspective during premenstrual you can premenstrual you can um it's a great time to plan it's a great time to organize so if you tap into those hidden superpowers and it's all based on our estrogen levels and our you know all the mm-hmm, hormones mm-hmm. drop throughout the 30 days so um so the first thing you're going to do is you're going to track your cycle so i'm in my luteal which means that um towards the end of it i'm going to want to not do a podcast interview like in a couple days because that's when my hormones drop and that's when i am more introspective and I'm, you know, right now I'm more magnetic. So you get to schedule things like that around your cycle, which is cool. Um, and then the next thing is you're going to do 20 minutes of mindset. So today I'm grateful for, and it's three things. And then you're going to do your daily affirmations and then there's a checkoff sheet. So this is where it's makes it easy, especially as a mom, when we don't have a lot of time to think is you're going to do your, you slept seven, eight hours, probably not going to check that off every night. (laughs) (laughs) But you're also going to do no phone 30 minutes after waking up. You're also going to make your bed, drink half your weight in water. Does anyone do that? I try. A self-care routine, um, meditation, visualization, um, read 10 pages, take your supplements, movement, perform an act of kindness. So the daily habits and what I found when I started incorporating these, I wanted to do a miracle morning, but that was never happening with kids. So I have this checkoff sheet that really I just quickly, let yes. me just say thank you for saying yeah. that, because I think that there are so many people out there who are like, oh, I'm having my miracle morning. I'm up before the kids, like just having this hour, hour and a half to myself. And it's like, that has never been my reality in seven years. My kids wake up at the crack of dawn and I need sleep. I have, and it's like, I would have to wake up at like 4.45 and I'm not going to be awake enough to like enjoy this miracle morning. So thank you for freaking saying that because I think it gives permission to the rest of us to not feel bad or like judge ourselves or compare ourselves to people who are like having this glorious morning time before their kids wake up. Oh my gosh. I felt so guilty. I was like, how come I can't stick to this? I'm a failure. I wanted to do it so bad. I thought it defined my success. If I could wake up early and do this routine, I would yes. be successful. Yes. And then you listen all, you listen to podcasts right? or so many audibles and it's like, oh, here's my habit. I get up super early yeah. in the morning and I hit the gym and I drink celery right. juice and I feel that. And I'm like, no. shit, I'm just like tra- living on a prayer. Like I was up nursing three <laughs> hours ago. Like I'm not doing that. <laughs> no. Yes. So that's where I found that if I have a checkoff sheet, my goal is like at night, if I'm like, oh my gosh, I almost did all of them, but I didn't do movement. I'm going to do some stretches or I didn't, you know, take my supplements. I'm going to do my, shoot my green drink really quick. So it kind of is just this reminder and almost like tracks your day because with three kids, both of us know sometimes moments of your day are like, did I do that? Like, did I do that yesterday? Did I do that today? Like, what was my day? Like, where did it go? So by tracking what happens in the 90 day situation is that everything starts after 21 days, it becomes a habit after 90 days, it becomes part of who you are. And so I'm like, who is the future version of me that has achieved my goals and dreams? 
They make their bed every morning, right? They don't go on their phone right away. They do visualization. Like that's my future self. That's who's already achieved my dream. So when you do this for 90 days, you have become her. You've become the person that has the things that you want. And that old version of you, like it's gone, which is so cool. So any you can do anything for 90 days, right? So doing gratitude for 90 days, you're just a more positive person automatically. It's not mm-hmm. something you think about anymore. If you do it for five days, you're going to go back to those negative thoughts. So, yes. you know, making my bed, I've been doing it for 10 years, but I don't think I used to make my bed every day, but now I, I don't, I'm not consciously making my bed. Like I just do, I brush my teeth. Like we never just don't brush our teeth. Right. We're never not like, we're just not going to brush our teeth today. Yeah. You just do it subconsciously. Like it's not even, it's part of who we are. So that's where this 90 day of habits come in. Now, you know, like these habits that are going to lead you to success because it's proven and you just get to like, get in that routine and we fall off track because we're human. And then we get back on and we know where to start and we have our baseline down. So that is really how the 90 day habits was born. And we have sold over 70,000 copies and we are awesome. It's so cool to see people are like sharing on social media. Like it's just really, really exciting to see something that helped you so much. And it's now helping other people. And, um, it also, I mean, it has cycle syncing in there. It has a weekly meal planner and it's all perforated pages. So you can fill out, it's more just about planning and not feeling overwhelmed. It has a weekly budget. Do you budget by the way? No, I don't know. That was was like, I really need to. Yes. I'm sending you the new journal. You don't have the new one, right? No, I don't have the new one. I have the old, the old one for business like reach outs and different things like that. Yeah. So this one is more aligned for business, but also just it kind of, I mean, it's all encompassing, right? If you don't have a weekly meal plan and you're working too much, like everyone suffers. So it's little things like that that just make our lives easier. So on Sundays, I have a ritual now where I do my weekly meal planner. It's got a shopping list and it's got Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I write down all the dinners we're having. I go to the grocery store and then I put it on the fridge. So everyone knows what's for dinner. So I know what's for dinner Mm. and then it saves time. It saves money and all these things we can do digitally, but I'm just like a paper girl, like a pen. Oh my gosh. I am a paper person. Like I literally have a paper planner. I write notes out in a notebook. Like I am not, my husband's always like, you need to put that on the Google calendar and and link it to me. And I'm like, I... (laughs) I'm tech savvy, but like, I know it makes me sound so freaking old, but like, I can't, I'm like, I have to write it down. Totally. I am the same. And then I realized my finances were always stressful for me. It was like, I never, I was allergic to the word budget. I just wanted money to come in and like buy whatever I want and not think about it. And then I realized like that was a limiting belief. And that was something holding mm, me back. That's good. That's an interesting flip the script. I like that. Yes. That's good. And um, someone said, like, if you can't budget, even if you're making a thousand dollars, you're not going to be given a hundred thousand dollars, right? If you can't figure mm. out what to do with a thousand. And money loves like organization, it loves clarity. Like that's when you can attract more into your life. So I now do a weekly budget where it's like, this is what I'm budgeting. And this is what I spent. And then I could see like where my money's going. 
And it's not, it's really empowering actually. And then there's um, a monthly planner. So you can see exactly how much is coming in. What are your expenses? And then ways to increase your income. So it's like a brainstorming. It's not about cutting back. It's like, how can I increase? How can I make a bigger impact? Like, what can I do to really increase? Like maybe you make, start an Etsy store. Maybe you, mm-hmm. you know, there's so many opportunities to make money. I mean, you can do a TikTok shop now. There's, you could do a course. Like there's so many yeah. cool things you can do as a mom. You could start making Halloween sweatshirts and sell them on Etsy. Like I'm like, wow, there's a lot of ways to make extra income. We don't need to like have that scarcity mindset around budgeting, For sure. uh, but it's good to know where you stand. So that is really, yeah. I don't know if you have any other questions. I feel like the biggest thing I would say for anyone listening is your habits will predict like your future, your habits will predict your success. And if you're like me, who's like not a type a and needed more structure, but in a way where I could do it throughout my day, not like you do this, this, and this at eight, nine, and 10, then this journal is for you. And we will for sure have it like a hookup code for anyone listening. Yes. And I will put that in the show notes, but I wanted to ask you, what have you felt like, what are the ups and downs of running not just one business, but multiple businesses as a mom, like how does that balance work-life balance flow with being a mom? Do you think like the habits, like you were saying that you've implemented in with the 90 day journal help you show up differently? Or is that something that you kind of had to figure out on your own? I think there is always that balance situation with anything. And I do feel like the busier we are, the more we can be intentional with our time. And so having more things on my plate has actually made me certain times and the schedule. And we also have a 90 day planner, so I can kind of time block. And what I have found is that when I don't procrastinate and when I do what I need to do for my businesses, then I can set time aside to be a mom and not be checking my phone. Cause what used to happen is I just worked 24 seven. And so at dinner I was checking my phone and then I was waiting, you know, my whole day until who knows what I always like to wait till the last minute, um, you know, to get things done. And then I was stressed because now someone's sick and I can't get it done. So I have found time blocking and making sure I have that baseline down has given me that freedom of not feeling guilty when I am doing intentional, like hanging out with the kids. Yeah. I, I feel that too. And I think like running a business, like even today, today was the first day that my mother-in-law took my three-year-old. So I could have some time in the morning to work because the baby naps. And I wrote down last night, like literally every 30 minutes, like from nine to nine 30, I'm filming content for Instagram from, you know, 10 to 10 30. I'm connecting in the DMS with people, you know, or, you know, boom, 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 boom. Like, you know, like writing out podcast notes for Haley's interview tonight. Like, and I was so fucking intentional with that time that it was like, boom, 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 like checked them all off. So I can only imagine having 
the journal and having like affirmations all in one place, gratitude in one place. Cause guess what? When you open up your journal and you lead with gratitude and you lead with those affirmations, like you're going to feel so much better to go through and like, all right, let's look at the budget. You're already in that headspace of positive abundance, like in the flow of things. So such a smart idea. And I think as moms and moms who are running a business or maybe are thinking about something or, or just busy with other things in life to have one spot where you're organized, like literally it's like, it's just so good. Right. Instead of like 10 different journals. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yes. That's me right now. Like literally have three different notebooks for different things. And like your planner. So even the journal has your today's non-negotiable to do's and like a check off for it. Who who doesn't love a check off? So, and just to give a little more, cause I always love hearing this. So I started as an entrepreneur, like, you know, huge fear of public speaking, huge fear of people, introvert, And I started doing personal growth. I started doing these habits and becoming the version of me that I wanted to be because I know it's comfortable behind the scenes for me, but that's not where I can make an impact. Mm -hmm. And that's not where I can lead from the front for other people that are looking for someone like me, right? Like she's like me, I can do this too. And so I went from that 10 years ago to, um, it, when I started implementing all these habits about five years ago or six years ago, um, a million dollar, a seven figure dollar, I can't even <laughs> monthly sales business from zero mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and a team and then starting two businesses. So it definitely works. Like this isn't, you know, th- just put it, writing down your goals and becoming the person that you want to be like acting like how does she talk how does she walk how does she hold herself you know becoming that version of you like it actually works it is so cool that we have so much i don't know it just gives me so much hope for things right when i know like i'm in control i I'm, I'm in control of my destiny i'm in control if i can achieve that or not um i'm not a victim And so that is what I am so like excited about. I get so excited about life because I know like I'm in the driver's seat. And if I want to have that, like I can have that. If I want to be that, I can be that. And it Mm -hmm. just takes every day though, working, working towards it with our mindset. Yes, for sure. I think mindset is the biggest thing. And then I think what a great example then that you're able to set for your kids that they see that mom's not just saying she's doing like it's backed with action because there's a plan because you have it written down because everything's in one place. I think what a smart idea. And yeah, your kids are watching your husband is watching it. My husband was in a kind of a dead end job. I mean, he was serving in the government, um, but there was no room for him to really walk in his purpose. And he had big dreams and big goals. And so when I started, you know, going after my goals and doing all the personal growth and overcoming the obstacles and the rejection, and I kept going, I kept going, he was watching and he did the same. He walked away from his, his government job after 17 years and pursued, um, running for office. And he's now our mayor of St. Clemente. And so it is really cool to think of the ripple effect when we go first, like, and we take those risks and we believe in ourselves, or even if we don't believe in ourselves, like 
we fake it, you know, we fake that we're confident until we are confident or we, you know, say our affirmations until we are, we tell ourselves the story until we are. For sure. So where can people get this? Where can they pick up their own? You can go to 90dayhabits.co. Okay. And we also, you can find us on 90dayhabits.co on Instagram and 90dayhabits.co on TikTok. Well, thank you so much, Haley, for coming on. This was such a good conversation and I'm feeling very invigorated and excited. And I just had a great day writing stuff down today. So I'm excited to get my hands on this. Yes. Okay. You're the best. I'm so, I miss you and I can't (laughs) wait to see you in the flesh. 